That is music from Claire Russe off of a new release called Everything Perfect is Already Here. I don't know what it is about Claire Russe, but I feel really safe when I'm in the company of Claire Russe. There's a a phenomena that is happening these days across a ton of forms of media, whether we're talking about movies or books or television or, in this case, music, of things that are cozy. You know, the idea that you're going to read a book, but it's not going to upset you too much. Going to watch a movie and it's not going to make all this dread happen in your gut. Before, it seems like we were always looking for drama uh, from all forms of media because our lives were so boring. But now that our neighbors and our relatives are dying from a mysterious disease, it's worrisome. Uh, War is happening. Uh, The economy is completely upside down. Little despots are leaping up all over the world and taking over. So it seems like life is entirely dire enough without actually paying money to have someone make you dread life more than you already do when you wake up every day. So these cozy things... They make us feel like it's going to be all right. And for me, Claire Russe is cozy. It's probably not the intent. Uh, It would seem that what Claire is attempting to do is to document her life. According to her, she uh, records her whole day. When she gets up in the morning, uh, makes a cup of coffee, puts on her clothes, uh, the recording is happening goes to the coffee shop, recording, visits a relative, recording, you know, dinner. I don't know. I don't know if she watches television because I never seem to hear any television in her recordings. Now, of course, she's also a musician. So her current compositions, like, for instance, there was a time when her compositions were primarily Uh, these field recordings, but now it is a combo of field recordings and music and singing and talking, and all of it makes me feel really good, and I like to feel good. I mean, occasionally, I want to hear some music that's going to shake me up, shake me out of the stupor of life, but a lot of the times, I just want to feel like I'm experiencing art without having to be drawn into the horror of someone else's existence. Sometimes it's just too much. I remember years ago I went to the Van Gogh Museum in the Netherlands and seeing all of his work there on the walls just filled with his pain It was too much. I had to go outside. I was overwhelmed by his work. It just, it got under my skin. I thought about it for days. 
I, I had always found his work to be beautiful and inspiring and contemplative, but all of it collected like that just knocked me on my my butt. And uh, so I went outside and bought a T-shirt uh, with one of his his pictures on it. For some reason, that made me feel better. I uh, I watched this one cozy show. It is a pottery competition show. Now, reasonably, you might say, it's a pottery competition show. Do you like pottery? Not really. I, I don't throw pots. I think I did it in high school once. Maybe it's summer camp. But I don't know anything about pots or pottery, uh, nor do I care. But the show... At the end of the day, just, I don't know, it makes me feel good. And the host on that show, whenever he's talking about somebody's pot that he finds really inspiring, he cries. Like, he's a big dude. He probably weighs 250, and he's tall, and he's got this, you know, short, severe haircut. But when he's talking to these people about their work, he, he cries. And uh, that's the way I feel when I listen to Claire Russe. I, I feel all teary. And I love that. And before that, weird music from the residents off their leftovers again release music from the 1970s that did not make it onto releases. We heard eight thumbs to hold. Yay. So, how you guys doing? My name is Mike. This is my show. It's called In My Room Radio. It is a couple of hours on the outer limits of the outer limits of musical expression. And I thank you for being here for it. So, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, people looking for the cozy... Thanks for coming back and joining me here, because as of right now, you are in my room.
Oh,
rock and roll music out of Beijing, China. I'd love to know what he was talking about. I don't, I don't know any of the many dialects of China, so I don't know what he's talking about. But I guess that's what it was always like for people that did not speak English when rock and roll got imported into whatever port they were from. But I'm, you know, I'm on the receiving end of it now, and I'm sort of thrown by it. Uh, but anyway, I mentioned it was rock and roll music because um, I've been listening to this podcast called A History of Rock in 500 Songs. And I've listened to just innumerable episodes of this podcast because I'm nerdy like that. And I, um, I got really kind of bummed out right around the 150th episode because I realized that rock and roll was dead. Just like Pete Townsend said, rock is dead, long live rock. And I, like there was the original revolution of rock and roll music in the 50s. Rock and roll music was not really an invention. It was a bunch of different types of music mashed up into a new form that teenagers loved. So super exciting to the kids but um but th that was the original revolution in the 60s it sort of got reinvented then in the late 1970s around 1976 it got reinvented again and then in the 80s with indie rock uh, then there was another sort of a revolution an eruption from mount rock and roll but for 25 years or so, or even longer, that volcano has been quiet. And it hit me, rock and roll is dead. I mean, people are playing it, but they're just playing, they're not doing anything revolutionary. There hasn't really been much happening in the form. And then I heard gong, 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 and that initially I just thought, yeah, it's cool experimental music, I dig it. This is the Outer Limits of the Outer Limits kind of a thing. But this week I realized, no, this is rock and roll. It's sort of bent rock and roll. You might choose to call it revolutionary rock and roll, but it's rock and roll. So I'm excited about that because even though I don't spend a lot of time listening to rock and roll music, I'm glad it's still out there. And I do dig gong, gong. Gong. Before that, music from Cuckoo Chloe, a song called Blink. Uh, David Finesh and Pierre Bastien, before that, they've got a new collection out of covers, and that was their cover of the, uh, the Elvis tune in the ghetto. A uh, new release is called Suspicious Moon. The microphones before that from the Blood release, and the horns from a song called So I Finally Belong to the Night Zacked Automat before that. A song called Fake It Till You Make It. Arnold Treblatt did a song called Harmonics from the record Propellers in Space. Arnold Treblatt, a proto-musician, uh, one of the primitive people of minimalist music 
and to the best of my knowledge, still kicking it to this day, and still quite minimal. Yes, how you guys doing? My name is Mike. This is my show, In My Room Radio, and hour number one has nearly come to a close, but not yet. Uh, before we get there, I'm going to entertain you with some drums, also from the microphones, because my love affair with the microphones continues. But uh, stick around, quick message after this, and then back with hour number two of In My Room. So see you on the flip side.
sucker for that trio. They're called Lucifer. It is Jeff Tweedy and uh, Jim O'Rourke and Glenn Koch on the drums. I believe I'm correct about this. The way that Glenn Koch ended up with the greatest gig ever, which is being the drummer in Wilco, was because of Lucifer. Uh, that um, at the time, and again, this is if memory serves, uh, Jim O'Rourke was in Sonic Youth, and Wilco was touring with Sonic Youth, and Jim O'Rourke and, uh, and Tweedy became pals, and out of that grew a really brilliant collaboration. I still listen to uh, Jeff Tweedy, you know, he does solo work and uh, does work with one of his kids and he does Wilco. But I got to admit, it's really been a while since he has delighted me uh, to the point that he delighted me about 20 years ago. Because I do have a weakness for melodic, quizzical, interesting Uh, music that you might choose to call rock. You could. A lot of people call Wilco dad rock, which I guess the intent is to disparage the music uh, by calling it dad rock. And I guess it is dad rock, I guess. But listen to A Ghost is Born and tell me that that is not a brilliant record. Listen to Loose Fur and tell me that Jeff Tweedy does not have somewhere buried inside of that that body, which is now padded uh, lightly uh, with the good life. Tell me that dude does not have a brilliant bone hidden in there somewhere. And Jim O'Rourke, I think it's acknowledged that Jim O'Rourke is an amazing musician. I was looking them up before I was talking about them, and it said the super group Loose Fur. I don't know about all that. A lot of people probably knew Jeff Tweedy, but I don't know that a lot of people knew Jim O'Rourke. But the people that do know Jim O'Rourke love Jim O'Rourke. As far as drummers go, I mean, Glenn Koch. Glenn Koch is like Miles Davis on the drums. You know, I say that, and I think about all the people that are like, Miles Davis on the drums, what are you talking about? Miles Davis was at the top of his game. I don't know. I think Glenn Koch, similarly, at the top of his game. And probably, lucky, luckily, whoever might be thinking those thoughts probably does not listen to In My Room Radio. So, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Before that, a uh, composer and also a compatriot of Jim O'Rourke. Her name is Aiko Ishibashi, and we are a track off the Drive My Car soundtrack. I still haven't watched that yet. I'm a gonna, but I have not yet. Uh, Mystery tapes, etc. before that, part of the Plunder Phonics family of music, an invention of John Oswald. And uh, supposedly, this is archival music 
that was released in small numbers and now is available. I believe there is a distinct possibility that it is contemporary music and John Oswald is just having fun because John Oswald is that type of composer. I dig what he does. So mystery tapes, etc. New record is called X3. I say new record. I think it is only available on cassette in that way that things are only available on cassette these days. Nukwatch did a song called TJB01. Nukwatch, I believe, is a duo from Brooklyn. I believe, but I have not been able to find a lot of info about Nukwatch just yet. And we began with hour number two of In My Room Radio with music from Tomega and Pierre Bastien from the Bendiera de Carta record in a song called The Meeting. Since uh, discovering Pierre Bastien, I mean discovering for my own purposes, I've gone back to uh, listen to some of his archival music and also that Tomega release. Which, as I mentioned before, I had no idea that Pierre Bastien's part was played by Little Machines that he invented. But I have found out since then that is the case. So it's reignited my interest in that release. So, let's carry on with hour number two of In My Room Radio with something else new from Claire Rousset. Her new release is called... What is it called? Everything Perfect is Already Here. This is the B-side. It's called It Feels Foolish to Care. But it doesn't. It doesn't. I care. I do.
Headlights on ridge of the hill, tears tear my eyes. Black night. I am. Your eye Show me
Yes, I'm, I'm pretty sure that these days it is cool to be unfindable on the internet because that group, whoever that group or that individual might be, they're called blank. It's like a big letter B and then a uh, straight line that looks a lot like a lowercase l, but isn't. And then an underscore and then the letters A-N-K. They got a record called The Moof. We heard a song called Siren. But good luck finding out anything about blank. There's a big blank where, uh, where blank might otherwise exist. The microphones before that and a song called Black Knight. We heard Kamasi Bethany singers and a song called Nepaba Obra Twa Woo. That uh, tune in that group caught my ear and my imagination. They are yet another group, by the way, that I can't find out anything about. But because of their churchy sound, uh, when I was a boy, I went to church. I haven't been to a church in many decades, but one of the things I always loved was the singing. You know, like there was a bunch of people that sang sort of okay. They could carry a tune in a bucket. There were other people that sang awfully, aggressively, awfully. And then, like, sitting atop of all those voices would be the people that could actually sing beautifully. And I would never sing. I would just listen. And I was mostly listening for my mom, because my mom was one of the people with one of these lovely sopranos that would float above everybody else. And I would hear these other lovely voices and, you know, to, to quote the Supremes, I, I heard a symphony. And in those moments, I felt that, that, you know, rapture that you're supposed to feel in church. But then the preacher would go back to his BS and I would, I would lose interest. But the singing was always great. So I share that with you. And I thank you for sharing that moment with me. Vitigali before that. Valentina Magalete and Evita Gali from the new record called Nun Corsa and a song called Sign What and Claire Russe and a song called It Feels Foolish to Care. Well, people, boys and girls, my non-binary friends, thanks for being here with me for another episode of In My Room Radio. Um, I'll be back next week with a couple more hours on the Outer Limits of the Outer Limits. If you would like to hear the show again in its entirety, and why wouldn't you, go to In My Room Radio at G... No, that's my email address. Go to inmyroom.podbean.com. If you would like to drop me an email, it is inmyroomradio at gmail.com. So, I love you guys. And I will see you next week with more in my room. But until then, bye.